Hello, this is Tina. Welcome to another episode of Patrons and Partnerships, the Library Partnership Podcast. Today, our guest is Angela Malkin. We're here to talk today about books and more specifically book clubs. So, Angela, hello, welcome. Do you mind introducing yourself? Sure. My name's Angie, and I have been in Gainesville since 2002. I relocated from Western North Carolina, and I've been an educator at Santa Fe College, an assistant adjunct professor, and I also taught at UF, taught developmental writing, developmental reading, and English comp. So it seems that with your background, there's you probably do a lot of reading professionally as well as personally. Now, I know that you are involved in your own book club, a personal book club, but you're also involved in the Library Partnership Adult Book Club, the People's Book Club. Can you talk a little bit about, first of all, does your book club away from the library have a name? It does. It's um, Books and Brews Book Club for Gainesville, Florida. And that's, can you spell brews for us? <laughs> <laughs> sure. B-R-E-W-S. Okay. <laughs> so we meet at... Um, We started out with the intent to kind of move around to different breweries, and we've kind of settled over at First Magnitude, and it allows us to have not only the book group of our entire group, but we also have spouses, other family members who don't necessarily want to read a particular book or be involved in the book club portion, so they meet on the side, and that's they have the brews or the kombucha or the water. Have you ever pulled people from the, the spouses and the children or into the book club discussion and had them join the group? We have. So a few of the spouses and friends have moved over from the non-book group into the book group. And then the kids have actually branched out and started their own book club. So they make a choice collectively as to what book they're going to read for the month. And then they meet and they chat a bit about their book. And then they select their next book for the next month. That's really cool. So how long have you been meeting? We started in the fall. Okay, last fall, 2022. Were you ever involved in one prior to this? I wasn't. It was something I've always kind of been interested in, but mainly with life happening and work commitments, I just really didn't have the time to spend doing the kind of reading that I now get to enjoy. Now, where do you, I know the library has book club kits. Is that where you primarily get all of the materials that you read? Almost exclusively, we use the kits. If someone has a particular book they're interested in, then we search the library to see if there are enough copies and what formats are available. And sometimes we may choose a book and some people will opt to purchase a particular book, but the majority have exclusively been from the library kits that are available. And I don't want to shamelessly plug the library book club kits (laughs) in this interview. I'm really fascinated. I have a good friend who has been in a book club for, well, she moved, but prior to that, she was in the same book club for 10 years. And I know that, that we have other patrons that they've been in book clubs for 10, 20 years. And I find that so fascinating because 
just from the discussions we have at the People's Book Club once a month, so many facets of people's lives just come through with their experience reading a particular book. Like in the discussion, things come up that are somehow relevant to the book or to a theme. And do you find that that's true? Like that you're, you know, or that you're getting to know your book club members in ways that you never would have anticipated through books? Absolutely. I would agree that the majority of our members probably have kind of a classic reader response to a book. There are different characters or aspects of the book or the theme that resonate with people individually, and it leads to additional discussions and a lot of discovery about the inner workings of people's lives and maybe background history you didn't really know about somebody in the group. And it's always very fascinating, and the group is incredibly supportive, which is one of the things I appreciate about both groups. I found it with the Library Partnership Book Club as well that everybody just really supports other people's opinions and reflections on whatever book we're reading. I also, again, um, find it really interesting that not everyone agrees with the selections or their experience reading it. Many people don't like the books that have been chosen. How do you negotiate or sort of navigate um, strong opinions each month when you have your book club meetings? It's actually been a pretty simple and fluid effort with our group and I think it speaks volumes to the individuals that are involved and just their general courtesy to other people and understanding that it's okay. Not everybody is going to love a book or be able to get into a book. Some books are slower starters for certain people than others. And there isn't a judgment, which is what keeps people in the book club. And it's okay to say, yeah, I only read half of it. And I don't know if I'll visit the other half, or I am definitely want to come back to this book. I just didn't have time. And I think that that's also helped other people feel more comfortable kind of sliding in, that they're like, oh, we talk about the book, even though I'm not reading it at home. And it has encouraged other people to kind of slide in at various times. One person had a family member who came home and was like, oh, you might like this. And so that person was able to pick the book up, read as much as possible, and sat in the group and I think enjoyed the discussion and had plenty to contribute. It's a lot different than discussing music, I feel like. I I remember being younger and even being intimidated about going into music stores, feeling like I would be judged by the selections that I wanted to buy. And I think that that kept me away from book clubs for a while as well, like thinking I would be judged for not liking this or for liking different, you know, something different, a different take on a certain book. But it's not like that at all. I've been very pleasantly surprised. Um, Did that surprise you at all when you first started? Yeah, I was a little trepidatious about kind of the same things about, am I going to fit into this group? Am I going to like the choices of books? because there aren't particular themes with either one of these groups, which is what's actually really nice. It's kind of opened me up to some books that I probably wouldn't have chosen myself. And I know that other people have said the same thing, that they've been very surprised at how much they've enjoyed books 
that they never, even genres, that they never would have considered at all. And I would agree. I think music is a little bit, seems to me, that maybe it's a little more personal, the lyrics, but probably... You know, this just general human fear about how we're going to be perceived for the things we like or we choose. Yeah. Like, I'm not cool enough to right. listen to But books, it's like, you know, it already has a sort of distinction of you don't have to be cool to read books. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you are really cool if you read books. <laughs> I would agree. That's the secret. So do you follow any other book clubs and their recommendations? I do. I really kind of keep my eyes and ears open. I look to see what book clubs are kind of being discussed, whether it's, you know, the popular ones that you see on the morning news shows. They talk about maybe it's an Oprah book or it's a Reese Witherspoon choice. I also pick up various little literary magazines and see what's popular or current or what various book clubs around the country are reading. And then I'm tied into Goodreads as well. So then people that I know post the books that they're reading. And it's not really necessarily a book club experience, but I think it could be a segue to creating something that's similar to a book club experience where people could look and be like, oh, I liked that author as well. I wouldn't have thought of that person. It's kind of nice to kind of keep in touch with people just through seeing what books they're reading. Yeah, I, I no longer really use Goodreads, but I still get the emails of my friends, what, you know, what they're reading. And I, I do always look at that because it is interesting. So can you talk a little bit about the process of getting the book club kits? Because that might be something that, you know, people aren't familiar with. Sure. It's it's actually really simple to navigate. If you go into the ACLIB, Latchua County Library site, and you just go into the search bar and type in, I believe it's library book club kits, and hit the search, the whole list should pop up and it'll tell you how many total kits there are in the system. And as you scroll down, you can find out if the kit is currently available if there are any holds, how many holds are on there. Of course, you can look under the description to find out how many books are in the kit. Does it have large print? Does it have audio? And then if you are interested in a particular kit, you can select it and put a hold on it. If it's not currently available, but you want to go into the hold queue, you could just put a hold on it. You can also set an alternate date. So if you know well, we already have two books set up for the next couple of months. We're not going to need a book for three or four months. You can actually put in a particular month and day for the for the hold to actually release, and then you get your notification, and you just come down and pick it up. And hopefully you won't have a librarian putting the wrong date in for you, <laughs> as I have to confess I did. That's okay. It all gets fixed in the end. So talk about your memories, early memories of using a public library. I remember going with my mom and my sisters and just that initial experience of how much bigger that library was than the school library and that there were these cool little spots to just kind of hang out. 
we always had books at home, which was what was great. But the discovery of something that you didn't know existed was just like a present at any time. You know, didn't have to wait for a holiday or a birthday. And we would do that somewhat regularly. And then throughout school, of course, having great librarians in the schools that I went to who could recommend books, would talk about a book if you wanted to talk about it. It was amazing to have a conversation with an adult who cared about this book that was kids' book, right? But they knew it, and they just this complete joy and... I don't know, it's a little difficult to explain, but to see adults who absolutely loved everything that you had to say because it was a book. And they were as amazed at what I got from the book as my mom was or my dad was. That was an amazing experience. And then to see other kids that I knew because I knew a little bit about their home life, I knew they didn't have books. But it was one place they could go where everybody was on equal footing. You know, you could you could have any book you wanted. And I just thought that was amazing. And, you know, when I, I think as a child, I had never been into a bookstore I, before I had gone to the public library. And so it was amazing to me that there was this entire building filled with books. It was, you know, such a cool experience. And, you know, hearing you talk about speaking with the librarian and talking about the books that you read and that you liked, it's sort of the introduction to learning how to talk about how to discuss the books that then goes into practice as you become older. And I think it's a valuable lesson, but it's a painless one because you're doing it because you enjoy it. And, you know, later on when you're in school and you have to give book reports, it may be more painful, (laughs) but it kind of comes full circle as you become an adult and you're reading for pleasure more often. Do you find that you read more now as an adult than you did if you, as your, I don't know, your quest for reading? Have you been able to maintain it as you've grown up and gotten older? And I have, and it's actually been a really important element in my life now that I'm not working as an educator and I don't have those interactions with students and colleagues, it gives me a place where I can continue to explore ideas and continue learning, which for me is an essential part of my life. And I love that I still get to have that wonder and joy with a book that I always got as a child. You know, it's not lost upon adults and the world can be really serious and sometimes incredibly frustrating and take us to places emotionally that we can get trapped in. And it is a nice release to be able to shut everything down and find a good quiet spot, maybe sitting outdoors with the birds and all that great sound, and just enjoy reading and living in that environment that comes to life from a book. And I'm extremely thankful that I have the time to do it. And I think it's one of those things, it's easy to make excuses and say we don't have time. But it's once you start doing it, even if you just take a half an hour and say, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes, because we all deserve a little bit of a break. 
it's a great way to spend a little bit of a break from all the chaos, the noise. We talked about this once in the People's Book Club meeting. I think we had read the book that matters most. And, you know, it's not super heavy reading or anything, but it did prompt a lot of conversation about books that were important, you know, sort of those milestone books in our lives. Um, Do you have any? I think, like a lot of people, it's there were books that were really relevant at various times in my life because they spoke to things that were occurring or had occurred somewhat close to that time period. So when I look back, I wouldn't say that I have a favorite book. I certainly have had favorite books at different periods in my life that it's nice to know are still around and other people are still enjoying. Um, Now I'd say I'm less inclined to say I have a favorite book at this phase in my life. I just enjoy that I get to read lots of different genres. And I think that's something that's grown out of many years of reading. Because, you know, I think when you're younger, you gravitate more towards things that are specific to your life at that particular time. So when I was in middle school and high school, I was very active in sports. That continued in college. But at that time, I read a lot of sports-related books, whether they were biographies of athletes or coaches. But it also started to segue into some nonfiction to understand things about sports mechanics and how the body functioned. So it was a nice transition for me. And at that point in time, I think I was really ready to appreciate a nonfiction book beyond just a biography of somebody's life. And it set up that transition to college and the heavier textbook reading that was about to come. <laughs> yeah, I think um, as I've gotten older too, I the books that I read have changed more from books that had more to do with the stage or the of my life that I was in to now as an older reader it's I feel like I my tastes have broadened to like interests of things that may not ever have any impact on my life I'm just interested in the subject matter I'd agree well is there anything else that you would like to add I mean it's been a pleasure talking to you and as a librarian you know this is such a treat to be able to actually just sit and talk about books for the podcast <laughs> um I encourage anybody to set aside any fear you have, look into the various book clubs that are available because each of the libraries kind of has, some of them have a specific genre focus. There may be one that already exists that's the perfect genre for you. Um, If not, maybe just come and sit in on one and see if it feels like something that would work. And if not, find a group of friends, pick a book, sit down and talk about it it could change your life. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Patrons and Partnerships. If you know of an individual or organization you'd like to recommend for an interview, email us at lpsfprogram at gmail.com. To listen to more episodes, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts.